Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week four, day four of our study of Joshua. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Joshua 10, 16 through 27. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start? Lord, open our eyes and our ears to hear what your word is saying. Open our eyes to see you for who you truly are, Jesus. Open our eyes that we would encounter you through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word of reading today from the NIV. This is Joshua 10, starting in verse 16. Now the five kings had fled and hidden in the cave at Machida. When Joshua was told that the five kings had been found hiding in the cave at Machida, he said, roll large rocks up to the mouth of the cave and post some men there and guard it. Now again, Remember, yesterday we concluded with the whole sun standing still thing, and then they went back to Gilgal. That was kind of like the narrative, the Reader's Digest version. Now we're kind of hitting pause on that, and we're getting a little bit more information about the day and and what happened in their campaign, right? Where all they went and what they took along the process. And, and in that, the, the, the first detail that our author here wants to point out is that the five kings, they fled and they're like, we're going to hide in this cave. Now, remember, they're running away praying for, uh, you know, darkness to fall so they can escape the Israelites under the cover of darkness. Remember, there's no street lights. You know, there's, there's none of that. There's no light. There's no man-made light. So when it gets dark, it's dark. Right? You can't keep chasing them unless you want to, especially in Israel, if you want to tumble off a cliff. And so they're praying for darkness and it won't come. They're also getting pounded by hailstones. So these five kings are like, we have to, do, we have to get out of this. So they go find a dark place that they're covered from the hail. All right. And, and the, there's an interesting thing here that that goes beyond, I think, just this passage, right? In the book of Revelation, John tells us that in, in the day when the Lord, um, the, the Lord is going to rain hail down on the enemies of the Lord that come and assault Jesus, when he is physically present on earth, there's going to be a rebellion. The the in the the Valley of Megiddo, the Battle of Armageddon, they are going to assemble themselves to make war against Jesus himself. And in that, at that point, the Lord is going to rain unthinkably large hailstones down on people. The parallels between these two stories are, are unmistakable. It also talks about how the kings of the earth in the days when the fear and the wrath of God are poured out on the kingdoms of the earth, the, the kings will hide in caves. So the parallels between this story and what the Lord's going to do in the book of Revelation are are unmistakable. So we've got these five kings that have gone and attacked not just the Israelites and not just the Gibeonites, but what they're really doing is they are trying to repel this this God who is promised, right? We already saw from from the people of Gibeon, like we know what your God has promised you. Um Rahab, the prostitute in Jericho, she's already told them, we know what God has promised you, right? So it's not just the Israelites. I mean, realistically, it's the Israelites, but they don't want this God that has part of the Red Sea. They don't want this God that is above all of their other gods. They don't have to abandon all of their wickedness and be subservient to this God of Israel who has standards 
They don't want that. They want to keep living the life that they're living so much that they're willing to assault the God of creation. And it doesn't go well for them. So they go hide in a cave. The kings are hiding in a cave. And Joshua finds them. And he's like, we're busy. We're still following these people. So he's like, roll some stones over it and put some guards so they can't get out. We'll be back for them. And Joshua and the rest of the army continue chasing them, like I said, all the way down uh, to, to Makeda. And so they're still chasing all of these people. Verse 18, actually verse 19. But don't stop. Pursue your enemies. Attack them from the rear and don't let them reach their cities. For the Lord your God has given them into your hand. So Joshua and the Israelites defeated them completely. But a few survivors managed to reach their fortified cities. The whole army then returned safely to Joshua in the camp at Makeda, and no one uttered a word against the Israelites. Joshua said, Open the mouth of the cave and bring those five kings out to me. So they brought out the five kings out of the cave, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, and Eglon. When they had brought these kings to Joshua, he summoned all the men of Israel and said, uh, and said to the army, uh, commanders who were with him, come here and put your feet on the necks of these kings. So they came forward and placed their feet on their necks. Joshua said to them, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. This is what the Lord will do to all the enemies who are going to fight. Then Joshua put the kings to death and exposed their bodies on five poles and they were left hanging on the poles until evening. At sunset, Joshua gave the order, and they took them down from the poles and threw them into the cave where they had been hiding. At the mouth of the cave, they placed large rocks, which are there to this day. Again, centuries later, assuming centuries later when this is finalized, that's the to this day. I want to go back to the map one more time. Again, the map's 10weekbible.com slash Joshua. So this campaign has taken them from Gilgal to Gibeon. They assault uh, Gibeon. The people flee to Beth Horon, down to the Aijalon Valley, to Azekah, and then eventually on down to outside of Makeda, where they find a cave there and are hiding out. Aijalon Valley is where Joshua prays for the sun to stand still so they can continue this assault all the way down. They catch them at Makeda. Now we're going to find out that several of these cities, Joshua and, and his uh, fellow Israelites, they're going to take several of these cities. Several of them, they're not going to take on this day. But this is the campaign that Joshua has led as they, they fight on really on behalf of the Gibeonites. They're coming to the rescue of the Gibeonites and, and they're going to take all of these kings. Now, Again, I think it's very interesting that Joshua kills the king of Jerusalem, but he doesn't take the city of Jerusalem at this time. Again, what we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks, this is going to be something I want you to store in the back of your mind. It's very clear here in this passage that Joshua kills the king, but he doesn't take the city of Jerusalem. And it also tells us that some of the soldiers made it back to their walled cities. That's another important detail. Again, I'm going to save that for two weeks from now. Um, but it is an important detail to keep in mind about all of the other things that are going on. I feel like I'm, I'm hoping I'm laying some groundwork 
so that when we get to uh, the end of week five, kind of midway through this book, we're going to take a pause and we're going to look at some of the extra biblical information that we do have and we do know about what was going on. And I think it's it's just, I'm hoping it's going to blow your mind. It blew mine. Uh, about just all of the things that are going on here and how it all ties together. I think it'll be so cool. Anyway, we'll jump back in this, this tomorrow. For today, that's all we got for the 10-week Bible study. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-week Bible study podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.